On this episode of Tell Me What You Know, we're trying our best not to be cranky olds while talking about the Gen Zers and their newfangled TikTok technology. Vine can never be replaced in my opinion, but TikTok is doing its best to fill that void. You will be shocked to learn how much some 17-year-old from Pennsylvania can earn just by recording a 15-second video clip to their phone. And then, we are freshening up and talking toilet paper and bidets. This taboo subject is something we all have opinions on. Two-ply, four-ply, mega rolls, ultrasoft, babies and bears. We all know the marketing that gets us to fork over on average $120 every year to make sure we're clean. For those who haven't used a bidet to send a nice warm stream of water down their backside, I highly recommend it. The rest of the world can't be wrong, unless their sole source of information is, tell me what you know. What's going on, everybody? Today is Sunday, March 15th, episode 47 of Tell Me What You Know. Things are grim. Things are grim. But hey, we are here for a little escapism. That's right. If you're listening to this at home, you probably are everything's home. going okay. <laughs> everything's going to be okay. Play a lot of video games. Yeah, read a book. That's a novel idea. Hey. Rimshot. <laughs> hey. Hey, you. Uh, yeah. Cities are starting to shut down, and we haven't yet here in D.C. area, but no. wouldn't be surprised if that's... I feel like it's probably sh- coming. coming shortly. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Twitter's just... It, it, this is just... It's not good for your mental health. Twitter is just a mix of hilarious memes. Don't go on it. And dep- I can't not go on Twitter. I'm just going to put it down. You're going to put Twitter down? Put it down. Canceled. Put down your phone? Yeah, I think I think that goes along with the uh, the lockdown that should come. And we're going to stop posting stuff on Twitter, people. Yeah. Just freaking everybody out. Might be a good idea. Yeah. I'm trying to silence the voices out there. Well, I don't really need to know about your judgment of other people who are continuing to go to restaurants yeah. or you don't know anything either. Nobody seems to know anything. Nobody seems to know anything. What's your topic for the day? I want to hear this topic. Well, you might need to pick your phone back up for this one. Oh. If you put it down. Michael, tell me what you know about TikTok. Mm. <sighs> Are you a TikToker? No. Have you downloaded the app? No. Okay. I just see it posted on Talk about things that will make you furious. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so uh, I, TikTok's like the answer to Vine, really. It's kind of, of it's kind it. of filled the gap where that vi- the giant hole that Vine Short left videos. Yes, but they have like their own meme type to it, right? Well, they like, create their own memes essentially. I mean, right? But I feel like they're the there. There's a format to a TikTok video that people sort of abide by, but it could just be somebody talking into talking into it. Yeah, talking into your phone. Yeah, I mean that's it's. Uh, but I feel like there's like there's like music in the background and people are dancing and then. So do you remember the app? The video ends. <laughs> you might not remember this because they kind of all just meld together for me at least. There was an app called Musical.ly. Yeah. So Musical.ly was a Chinese app. Got purchased. Hit the market in 2014. Yeah. People could upload 15 second videos of them, typically with a song, sometimes with just dialogue, mm-hmm. lip syncing, right? Mm-hmm. So it could be like maybe a, a famous line from a movie and they would do like a quirky face and make the line from a movie or they would lip sync a song, upload it, share it. People could like it. I guess people could share it further from there right in 2018 in august uh, a chinese company called ByteDance mm-hmm. bought musically mm-hmm. and migrated all of its users to tiktok 
I remember when that happened, everyone was like, wait, you bought it and you're just shutting it down and you're just putting everybody else in this other app? <laughs> like They felt it was kind of bullshit. Yep. They're like, that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and ByteDance has its own mainland China TikTok app, and it's called something else starts with a D. I don't know. There's a, But there's... So they have these two. One's just for mainland China, I guess, because they have their own internet over there. Mm-hmm. And then one's for the rest of the world. <laughs> one is for the rest of the world. It's normal. Short form video sharing app that allows users to upload and share videos on any topic in any way they want to. So where yeah. it kind of differentiates itself from musically is it's not pigeonholed into like just lip syncing. In fact, a lot of like uh, I'm going to use this in air quotes. Popular dances have come out of this. They're all 15 seconds. I'm pretty sure at like the All Star Game they had some TikTok dancers in attendance. Uh huh. They just like do little like yeah. choreographed moves. Correct. I'm doing I them wish right you could now. See, see what's going on. They're right like now. their arms go in circles and they do little weird stuff. It, it's like are people just this. making these up. I, I assume so. They're I mean, not like but, coming from uh, like a Britney Spears music video that got choreographed and then <laughs> that's kind of how I feel like some yeah. dances get shared. It's not from a Christina Aguilera record, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I think these are like you know dance moves that already existed and then they just push them all together into a 15 second video. Yeah. Yeah. So somebody might hit the whip. And uh-huh. then go right into uh, Millie Rockin' or something like that, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. Which we all know what those things are. Of course. Yes. Practice um, them every night. Well, while you may not use this app, a lot of people do. Yeah. 800 million active monthly users. God. It's been downloaded over 1.5 billion times worldwide. 466 million in India, 173 million in China, 123 million in the United States. I know there were hundreds of millions of people that downloaded it and were like, nah, I'm not using this. Anymore. I have it. I've never opened it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I've never opened the app. Uh, estimated there's 60 million monthly users in the United States. Uh, some of the other numbers are just really staggering um, in terms of like ad buys and in terms of usage and all that kind of stuff. It's huge among Gen Z, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, it's like 60% of the users are Gen Zers, I guess. And from what I read next year, there'll be 74 million Gen Z people in the United States. So it'll be the largest generation. Hmm. That's just like teenagers, maybe yeah. 10 to 10 to 19. I think so. Yeah. I mean, if you're, so like if you're under 18 years old and you are female, particularly, you are probably a TikToker. Okay. In this country, at least. Um, Apparently, TikTok will pay influencers like 500 bucks to join, and then they just grow their thing. So, like, it seems kind of low, but like, I think that seems kind of low, right? Paying 500 bucks? If you're an, in- I mean, what do they consider an influencer? Like, if you're an right. influencer, you would just laugh at that money. I feel like, well, especially I mean, if you're getting like a thousand to two thousand per post or something like that, you know? Yeah. Well, I think maybe they're maybe targeting smaller influencers. You're an influencer. Yeah. Oh, uh, the Chinese version is called. Douyin, D-O-U-Y-I-N. They have 400 million active daily users. That's crazy. Nuts. It's also huge in India, which I've mentioned as well. Um, so you start thinking about all this usage and you start thinking about monetizing. How are you monetize? Yeah. You have the traditional influencer marketing stuff with sponsorships, uh, attending events, like branded events, mm-hmm. selling merchandise, that mm-hmm. kind of crap. They also have, from what I read, uh, like a currency it's within TikTok. Like a crypto? Yeah, it's a crypto. <laughs> tick, tick coin. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, no, you you like would buy coins through some kind of e-commerce within the app, right? And then 
when a TikToker that you like go, goes live, if you like what they're doing, you can tip them. And then so either Google or Apple, depending on the phone, as well as TikTok, will take a share of that money. Mm-hmm. And then the TikToker will keep the rest of the revenue. Right. You can also use the coins to like, I guess you don't just give them coins. You use the coins to buy emojis that you put into the chat. Okay. <laughs> so certain emojis, I guess, are worth more right. than others. Yep. Uh, I, I couldn't read too much more into it. I thought my head was going to explode. <laughs> but I think it's essentially, I mean, it's it's the same kind of thing with like Twitch and stuff like that, where you can either tip them directly or you can buy bits and use those bits to tip that kind of thing. Sorry. Right. Right. Um, I couldn't really find much of, uh, I finally found like these highest paid earnings per post stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I mean, I don't know any of these names. It's nuts. All right. Lauren Gray. I don't know. $175,000 per post. What? <laughs> she has 35 million followers. The most followed person on the app. Is I think she she's like 17 American? years old. I don't what? know. No idea. L O R E N G R A Y. And the second on the list is somebody named baby Ariel. Baby Ariel makes $150,000 a post. The first person, Lauren Gray, has 2 billion likes. She's from Pottstown, Pennsylvania, with 40 and a half million TikTok followers. She looks like a baby prostitute. <laughs> She's 17 years old. Probably shouldn't call her that. <laughs> I'm just saying what she looks like. Yes. Okay. Yeah. She does. 40 and a half million followers. So she's gained 5 million since this article was posted. Yeah. An American singer, supposedly. She's a singer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, maybe that just means she's... Uh, these people are making like, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars just for posting something on TikTok. And I, 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 sh- oh, I know this person, Jacob Sartorius. He was... Uh, I think he was, I don't even know. I've heard that name before. But yeah, I mean, these guys are making incredible, incredible amounts of money. Do your thing. Uh, One thing that's come out of it, and it's not really like this isn't new for TikTok, but these content houses. Yeah. Have you seen this? Yes. What do you know about this? Uh, It's just a bunch of influencers that live in the same house and they just pump out content. Yes. So I've always had this... I've got a um, TV show idea called Workout Village. Okay. And basically, it's this idea. Like, I kind of thought that, yeah, this are makes you, are sense. Are you workshopping the name or are you set on that? I'm pretty, I'm pretty set on Workout <laughs> okay. Village. Basically, I, I could imagine a, uh, call it like a, a billionaire buying a big building mm-hmm. and everything that you do inside the Workout Village is like driven by how much content and how much followers you have and okay. like so you're creating content and you can you know live in a better aspect of the building based upon how many followers you have ah so if i just there's like an in, economy inside of it based upon just like these superficial your clout numbers yeah so if i were to move in with my 70 twitter followers do i just get like relegated to the doghouse or do i don't even get in the front door you you need to like apply you might not even get in mm. I also had I it in somebody. my. I also had it in my head that there was there would be some form. I, I wanted to call it Workout Village, and then I kind of heard about these content houses mm-hmm. that they don't really have like a fitness aspect. Oh, yeah, I was gonna ask what the workout. Part yeah, is. well, so what I thought it'd be interesting would be, uh, you move in and based upon how much like physical output you do, mm-hmm. it powers the building. <laughs> All right, so like you could be you know pulling stuff or like rowing, 
rowing something and you you've got like a certain kilowatt output okay it doesn't need to cover all of the building expenses but you're the entire group community is like helping power the building yeah you and you're charge. monitored and you get more if you, the more you do okay but basically you got a bunch of people that work out a lot and they're in really great shape uh-huh. people want to walk, like look at them so a part of this is also is this like social clout aspect right oh, this I is admit. like a this is like a weird um uh futuristic dystopia okay where everything is basically covered uh in terms of your necessities mm-hmm. right so now we're just living in this weird world where we can assign values like you don't need to work nine to five mm. you get everything you got all the food you need so yeah. how do we like make things competitive still gotcha. it's just weird dystopian future thing okay it's a comedy <laughs> <laughs> is this it's is a it, dark comedy is it scripted yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's scripted. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So this isn't like you would actually get, uh, like, it's not a reality show. No. It's not a Big Brother type thing. No, I, I would want to script it. Gotcha. And basically, I think that it would start with, like, some, uh, you know, about video yeah. about this older billionaire guy who, in, like, okay. the 70s, started, like, maybe, like, a treehouse. And the people that lived with him, they were working out a lot and they were ta- all about, like, peak physical function and, mm-hmm. and activity. And uh, and then fast forward 50 years, and now we're living in this like futuristic, you know, building, and they're still doing the same thing. I don't know, gotcha. but it's yeah. There's sort of like this evolution of living and working together, creating content, and getting all super superficial. Yeah, and um, and yeah, that's kind of how I see these content houses. It's just sort of like I I can't stand the people. They're just so annoying. They're they they're. they're they don't really have a full talent, but they have a following. Oh, huge following. Huge following. So it's I just I just I miss the time when if you had a following, it, it was an indicator that you were also good at something. Mm. And that doesn't have to be the case anymore. Their skill you're saying their skill is they're good at getting followers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's their skill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so th- the one that I that I read, it was a whole New York Times expose on it, the Hype House. Mm-hmm. It's this giant Spanish mansion in like a gated community in Los Angeles. Yeah. I guess the Hype House is also the collective name. So there's four members of the Hype House that live in the house full time. And then there's 19 other members that come by and they basically just churn out content mm-hmm. from the moment they wake up to the moment they go to sleep. Like they use the settings of this awesome house for it. So, you know, the giant balconies that overlook the pool or these enormous bathrooms that are probably bigger than my apartment for sure floor to ceiling mirrors and all that kind of stuff and they just they just churn out tiktok videos and i guess they just amass likes and then somehow monetize that to where they can just get more houses and gated communities in los angeles right i was one line in the article that made me laugh pretty hard was uh i don't know who said this because i don't know who these people are but Mm -hmm. one of them said you either have to be talented at something, or a weird, funny mix, or extremely good-looking. And then Alex said, "If you have all three, you're a TikTok god." <laughs> so if you look for that TikTok unicorn out there, you're very talented. You're a weird, funny mix, and extremely good-looking. There you go. Hmm. I will say that, and like saying this just makes me sound like the old man who yells at a cloud, you know, that kind of thing. Right. But they have some of the most punchable faces I've ever That's seen. That's what I mean. You just hate them. Do something with your life. <laughs> Get off the phone. I don't really know where else this is going. Uh, but TikTok, yeah, no, TikTok. I mean, I, I keep hearing people. I mean, I feel but like it's we, also, we, get, we get clients that kind of like, should we have a TikTok? Like, I don't know. 
I mean, a lot do of you big need companies to reach are using fifteen-year-olds. Right. I don't know. Yeah. No. Probably not. You're a law firm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to tell these people about taxes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it gained a lot of steam as well. I think a lot of celebrities have kind of taken Jimmy Fallon, not surprisingly, probably yeah. I would assume James Corden's on that train as well. But yeah. it's also kind of a a catalyst for all these challenges that go out there, right? Like uh, the the T-bowing of, of of days past, the T-bowing, the ice ice bucket challenge, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, at least the ice bucket challenge. Oh, had a had a. Yeah, no, I mean it's a good thing. Yes, but. Other things, planking. Challenges, you know. Planking. Uh, yeah. Just that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, there is, a weird I, world. I will give a shout out to one account that I found out there. Uh, actually, I didn't find it on TikTok. It's an Instagram account called Sharon Left Me. And uh, basically, this guy just finds the worst, most cringy TikTok videos you've ever seen in your life. And you probably will hate yourself for watching most of them, but a lot of them are pretty funny it's like dirty <laughs> houses or like just like weird people doing weird stuff like super horny old dudes right right i think i remember i think you sent me one of those yeah it's so awkward it's so awkward it's terrible it makes you feel a little better about yourself so. yeah <laughs> if, if that's what you need uh look up sharon left me on instagram sharon yeah sharon left me yeah that's a good one well um that's that's sort of tiktok uh maybe i'll watch more and we'll report back later maybe we'll some. share some funny ones before i have a lot of time with just me and my phone the next few weeks I think. that's what that's what we've got yeah well uh i'm sure you've seen the run on certain items at the grocery stores yes people freaking out mm-hmm. and it seems like in this time of uncertainty people want to people want to control something okay and something in their life they want to know They've got it. They've got enough of this. And it seems in these times of crises, times of crises, is that a thing? Times of crisis. Yes. Times is of crises. Times is of crises. Yes. In times of crisis, people want to know they can wipe their butt. That's right. And it's happened in other crises. Well, it runs on toilet paper. Literally, crisis just means you're going to blow your ass out. (laughs) I think that's the definition of it. That's the Latin. Yes. So, Michael, tell me what you know about toilet paper and bidets. Uh, I will start with... Where do I want to start? I know so much. (laughs) Uh, Toilet paper. We'll just get to that. Everybody knows what toilet paper is. I don't know who started it. I don't know what the... I will say, living in... If I haven't mentioned it, when I lived in Argentina... Yes. Everybody has a bidet. A bidet. And they, I don't know why we don't have them in this country. Western culture is... is they are amazing. Yeah, yeah, Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so much better. When I went down there in November for a wedding, I just, it was just, you know, I was like, oh my God. They have no toilet again. paper in there, right? No, they like, have toilet paper. They do. They have both. But that's just for like a drying aspect. Probably, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously like a public bathroom won't have a bidet typically. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's more just for the drying part. Yeah. But you just get that water, just the right temperature. Oh, nice warm water. I mean, listen. Feels great. If you haven't tried it, I recommend. <laughs> and I, I see all these uh, like ads for like Toto and all these other like little like uh, things you can install on your toilet. Yeah. I'm kind of intrigued by them. Yeah. Oh, we'll get to it. I think one's called Tushy. I didn't see that, but well. to- Toto is, is one of the largest, as I found out, one of the largest bathroom yeah. manufacturers yeah. in the world. Yes. They're Japanese. Japanese um, 
love their toilets. Oh, Japanese have some high tech toilets. Oh, some high tech toilets. We we I've, I've seen right. videos of people walking into bathrooms and the lid just opens up for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's probably got like a warmer on the seat. Uh, every no, all the bells and whistles. Yeah, you don't have to touch it. It just knows when it should flush. That's great. It's, yeah. Oh, it's phenomenal. I'm not finished yet. Time's like, <laughs> I wanted to look I'm at it. I'm still looking at TikTok. I wanted to look at it. <laughs> I'm not done looking at TikTok app. <laughs> Quit flushing the toilet on me. It's like, you've been on here for 30 minutes, yes. Mike. You need to get up. Little, Your legs little, are asleep. Uh, just a little cat or a little sidebar here. Did uh-huh. you read that article about how they were going to start installing toilets at like a five degree angle uh, to, to minimize... Uh, no. Workplace deviancy and get people off the toilets because people just go in there and like read their phones for fifteen minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they say if you like drop the front end five degrees, it's your a, your legs a... start cramping. Like you legs start like you have to actually use muscles to sit there. To sit there, and it was going to eliminate people wasting time on the toilets at work. People I don't need know. To that, calm down. About I don't know if that idea has just gone away, but that was an interesting thing. That's I hilarious. I yeah. never heard that. Also, give me my fifteen minutes in yeah. the bathroom. Go enjoy your 15 minutes. Yes. That's your time. Don't ruin this. I want me. just some mental health. We're not just like cogs in a wheel here. Exactly. Yeah. I can't look at a spreadsheet right now. I yeah. need to just, just erase my memory. Zone right out now. for a second while being here. Okay. Toilet paper, on the other hand, use it to wipe your butt. Uh, yep. The more ply, the better, in my opinion. Typically, maybe. Don't give me that one ply sandpaper. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, they like public school sandpaper? Yeah, or just any like public restroom. You don't want to be able to see through it, you know? The rippage factor is big with that as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got it. Oh, yeah, no, it's not good. <laughs> Tell me more about it. All right. So uh, in 1848, the uh, the UK government decreed that all new houses required a water closet. We're going to go back a little bit here. And so... Uh, a water a closet, bit, a.k.a. a loo. A loo. Or I a mean, bathroom. In old times, you had basically an outhouse and then urban in place urban environments you had maybe one toilet facility not in toilets not the right word it's basically just like um uh a place where everybody went and then it'd be like a a pot basically a pot but not even not even a pot it'd be like a um what's the the exact word i'm thinking of it's um it's just like a large opening and guys would have to there like people's jobs would would be to go in there and start putting it in buckets and then fishing it up to some guy above I mean, it's a horrible job. Yeah, horrible. And they Just burned a hole it. In the ground? And they burned it. Yeah, it's like okay. a hole in the ground. And so then, uh, you know, this is like really unsanitary, obviously. For sure. But at the time, kind of going back to like our look at viruses and stuff, mm. these germ theory and the miasma theory around where diseases come from, you don't know. Yeah, it wasn't studied well. It wasn't like studied that. and understood. So uh, like there was a huge cholera epidemic in in London in the 1850s, uh, and and through the 1800s there. Just overpopulation, and then they were drinking from the same water, like right out of the Thames. Where further up the Thames, they were just dumping a bunch of yeah fecal matter. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's a bacteria, and um, it's really gross, right? Uh, a really great book on it called The Ghost Map about this. Okay, kind of talks about how the guy figured it out. He mapped all the places of cholera, um, mm. and then uh, kind of noticed there was like a. a Close to the river or something? Close to the river and also close to certain wells that people yeah, were yeah. going to get it from. Mm-hmm. So you were able to be like, oh, well, if it's if it's something that you, yeah. you drink, that's how you get it. There was a thought that it was something you'd smell because these people smelled bad. Oh. So it was just sort of like this, you peasant, you smell bad. That's why, you're, yeah. that's why you've got this. Uh-huh. But it was completely wrong. Okay. Anyways, toilet paper was then invented in, well, funnily enough, uh, 
one of the princes hired this guy Thomas Crapper, <laughs> just hilarious, to uh, basically do a lot of. Um, he built lavatories in the royal palaces, and he sort of was like the inventor of some of the first early aspects of a toilet. Okay, as we as basically as we know it today, mm. it hasn't really changed much. Water tank down the thing, flush it, refills, refills, and goes. The curved pipes like keep the smell out and stuff. Like the little bit of water comes up at the bottom, so everything goes out the pipe. It doesn't come back in. It's very smart. Makes sense. Yeah. So in 1857, toilet paper was invented by a guy named Joseph Gaiety. Okay. Um, It was an aloe-infused sheet sheet of Manila hemp. So it was kind of marketed first as like a medicinal thing. Mm. Uh, People were actually just using like the Sears catalog that they would get sent before them. Yeah. And be like, why would I pay for toilet yeah. paper when I could just use this serious catalog that they send me every day for free? It's kind of gross. Yeah. So uh, in 1890, the Scott brothers, you know the brand Scott. I do. Uh, so the Scott brothers, Clarence and Eve, E. Irving Scott, mm-hmm. created the Scott brand. Okay. Big taboo subject back then. People didn't want to talk about this. They didn't tell. Pooping? They didn't really even really publicize that their their invention or their success until 1902. So for 12 years they seemed to be doing this, and I could I kind of want to go into this a little bit more, mm. but they were just sort of like, no, yeah, we make a lot of money, but uh, don't really don't don't ask us what we we're TikTokers. Do. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was a very taboo subject, and so from here, so by 1900, so uh, 1850, kind of like decree that in the UK. Every, every house should have a water closet. Mm-hmm. By 1900, more and more homes in the United States started to have bathrooms with pipes and the whole deal. So now that you've got pipes, you need something that can be flushed yes. and will kind of dissolve. Yes. Right? So um, toilet paper kind of starts rising from here. And uh, by 1930, you had a brand called Hackle, which is a German company. Okay. They were using a tagline set called... Uh, Ask for a roll of hackle, and you won't have to say toilet paper. So people ah. people would have a taboo. It's like, do you have any toilet paper? Yes. Be like, I don't actually go to the bathroom, but yes. I do need it. It's for my dog. <laughs> yeah. In 1928, the Hoberg Paper Company started making Charmin. Mm-hmm. They changed the name to the Charmin Paper Company later. Okay. Much later, uh, uh, Procter & Gamble brought them. Sure. Yeah, all that. Um, they were actually like first starting to use like a little dainty woman in the advertising. Mm. So this still goes towards the, the, how do you market this? Right. Like, do you market how gross it is to go to the bathroom? And here's this toilet paper so you can pick it up. No, it's just like, no, we're going to be really dainty and mm-hmm. feminine and nice and soft. Gotcha. We all know what's going on. Let's be soft. So in the 1980s, you had Charmin the Bear, Leonard He's the still Bear. There, I believe. Uh, there was the dainty lady was added, um, they added a uh, baby to it. Okay. And then three years later, they took the woman away. So then it just became the baby. Ah. Uh, which, who is that? That's the Angel Soft. Angel Soft is good. Angel Soft baby. And the, they used the baby. Uh, I find it funny. Yep. Cottonelle. That's another one. Got a four pack right here beside me. Yep. Oh, there's been a run. Had to buy it in the hysteria. In 19- Actually, I just needed toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> in, in 1973, Johnny Carson made a joke that there was going to be a, a toilet paper shortage. And then everyone out in got every toilet paper roll off the yes. shelf. We do crazy things because we want to feel in control. That's right. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about like some usage. Okay. Okay. So the I average, one. How, mu- how many rolls of toilet paper do you think oh. like the average American uses in a year maybe? Or I don't know. 
in a month. A household or like per person? Per person. A mm. hundred. Is that a lot? That's a lot. hundred rolls? Yeah, it's a ton. Um, One every three days? No, that's way too much. <laughs> okay. Well, so maybe let's, let's, I'll give you a different one. I have this, I have this stat. I have some others, but maybe not how many uh, rolls. Yeah. Uh, how many sheets, like squares, do you think the average person uses per? every time they go to the the bathroom? Um, eight, eight point six. Yeah, very good. Yep. So that I'm comes out to I'm I'm at very average, I think. <laughs> so that's so. Then they they said that means that the average person uses fifty seven sheets every day, or about huh? right people going to the bathroom like eight times. I guess females. I Fem- guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Average. Uh, okay. So the average American uses about ten dollars worth of toilet paper every month. Ten dollars of toilet paper every month. That's what this is saying. So yeah, that's on if average, you're the yeah. one ply bullshit. Though. So that means that every year, the average American uses fifty pounds of toilet paper. It's a six billion dollar a year industry. Yeah. And so it's right now, as from an in- industry if we had perspective. The days. We'll get there. I bet it's big TP that's keeping the bidets out of this country. Could be. Yeah. Could be. I think bidets are on the on the on the rise. That well, they should be. Um, in the U.S., but so we'll kind of get to that too. On mm-hmm. we'll swing back to that. In the U.S., it's kind of a fully mature market, right? It, there's not a lot of like more demand that can be found. Everybody is getting it. So yeah, now we're mature. now we're basically just talking about. To your point, plies, mm-hmm. softness. Throw some aloe on there. Oh, right, mm-hmm. right. We're we're now just into the full feature yes. aspect. Supposedly, I was kind of doing the research here. All of those like, oh, this is uh, uh, two times roll. This is twice as soft. Mm-hmm. All this stuff. It's complete crap. Yeah, yeah, complete bullshit. Yeah, um, oh, okay. because supposedly the different manufacturers have different deals with different distributors. And the way that they market it, they have different rules. So, like, you'd be like, "Oh, this is a um, this this roll is a two times roll. This is a mega roll. These words don't mean anything. So, they just use them in marketing." So, right here on this cottonelle, it says six megas equals twenty four regular rolls. That that supposedly thirty percent of the time is complete is completely wrong. The thing you're supposed to look at is uh, the square footage of what you're buying. That's supposed to be the only way you can compare apples to apples. The mega Ultra, all these words are bullshit. It's probably like 55 square feet or something. Uh, it just says... Should be listed somewhere. Yes, 179.4 square feet. Yeah. So that's how you are spo- That's how you can compare when you go to the store and you're looking at prices of toilet paper. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to look at to say how much are you actually getting. Yeah, there's obviously there's a uh, there's asterisk all over this thing. <laughs> there's 284 two-ply sheets per roll. I'm going to start counting. Start counting. So if I have 284, what's that divided by eight? I can, I can, technically, I can make 35 trips to the bathroom on one roll of toilet paper if it's the average of eight. Yes. Yeah. 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 And how much do you think that thing costs? Um, Was that like four rolls for $10? Four rolls for $10. Yeah. So that's, this is probably about right. About $10 worth of toilet paper every month. You're spending about $120 on toilet paper every year. So, and I'll jump to this. So now to the Toto bidet. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, if I'm spending $120 every year, what does a bidet cost? If I wanted to go get a bidet. Like, so, okay, so yeah, I'm sure you have a breakdown of different options. I mostly Maybe. just focused on this this one, like it's a bidet attachment. You clip it on. Type the Toto, thing, yeah. yeah, the Toto has multiple bidet options. 
they range from I was looking on Amazon as low as like 250. I think I saw one for 240. And they go as high as like 900 or almost $1000. They have yeah. different so the different things that they have as as features would be the heated toilet seats. Okay. The automatic raise. Um uh-huh. like it it, it, yeah. it motion detects sees you coming. Um some have like remote controls so you could flush the toilet without having to touch anything. Okay. Um <laughs> some have ionized water that supposedly cleans the bowl okay. better. Uh-huh. Uh all of these different things. So that's how you get up to the thousand dollars. And I think some have them like maybe different material. It's like made better. Yeah. And but yeah, it's like a little water spigot. I'm uh, looking up this tushy one as well. That, that it's a water spigot yeah. that yeah that comes out. It like yeah, it shoots it, at an arc. Yeah. It's clean. You, you can control the water temperature of it. Clean your. I, I, they're off. great. They're yeah. great. You you do I think use much less toilet paper for sure. Oh right. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as, especially if you have time to kind of let yourself air dry a little bit. Yeah. Um. This tushy is only seventy nine dollars for the oh, classic. Wow. Yeah, there you go. No, so uh, the, no ads for them, but so yeah, the Toto, the Toto has like their their brand or their product is called the Washlet. 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 Yeah. Okay. And they have a uh, showroom in San Francisco where you can come and it's actually like an event space. Yeah. But they have it fully decked out in all their newest technology from the can bathroom. You use them. Yeah. So you you want to like host a event there, your company. And you want to? Oh, we're having uh, people from all around the country fly in for our, you know, annual meeting. Yeah. Let's do it at the Toto okay. event space. And then when they go to the bathroom, like, oh my god. Yeah. This toilet's amazing. Well, you can. This well, pops out of the wall and tries to sell you one right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way the Japanese like to sell. Very hands off. That's right. But please try it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's very. Uh, I like it. Yeah. Um. So we'll come back a little bit to bidets because I, I want to mention about kind of why we use them and I think why other cultures do okay um so so i just want to quickly go into just how it's made okay um tp so it's it's made from wood generally a hardwood or and a softwood okay like trees like gum maple and oak Mm -hmm. they have like short fibers and i guess the majority of toilet paper is is like water or in like there's like a fiber to it okay so um a single tree can make 1,500 rolls of toilet paper or about 100 pounds. What's odd about that is that you need one tree for every two people then. That's a lot of trees. Yeah. That's a really bad for the environment. I'm fully maybe moving towards the bidet angle here. Maybe we should move. There's literally nothing water. bad about bidets. Nothing bad. Maybe water usage. Other than the fact I would have to spend $250 to get this Toto one. Nope, Tushy, 109 for the Tushy Spa. I don't Why? Want a tushy. I want a Toto. All right, whatever. We'll have to look into Tushy. Yeah. I like I Hello, like HelloTushy.com. I trust my Japanese friends here. Mm-hmm. I think they've they've been looking at this for much longer I've than seen we a lot have. of Instagram marketing for Tushy. Must be good. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. And if uh, I say that word close to my phone a few more times, I'll probably get a few more targeted ads today. Yeah, yeah exactly. Tushy. Right, I wonder what Tushy's COVID nineteen yes. policy is. <laughs> That's right. Send me more. Let me know what you're doing about what this. What are you doing? How are your people working? Um so yeah, they boil it down. And then they creates this sort of like sinewy fiber. Yeah. And then they let it dry. They put it on a big sheet. They like scrape it off. They spin it around on a on a tube. And then they put it on the the sheets. Cut them into little perforated squares. Huh. Send them out. Easy. Done. We could do this. Yes. 
So yeah, that's basically how it's made. How do you disrupt the toilet paper market? <laughs> exactly. Thank you for that. Well, so as I, um, as I was kind of saying, the industry in the United States is very mature. But as the middle class around the, around the world grows, mm-hmm. people move from third world to maybe second world. You know, that is where there's a huge demand for more toilet paper. And because the United States and the Western world kind of shares and spreads our ideas, uh, I think rather than people adding bidets, they want to feel like they're in America where we use toilet paper. paper. Ah. Like the Brazilians, when they came, like when Brazilians come here, Mm -hmm. they uh, are told not to take, not to flush toilet paper because they're... Not just Brazilians, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. South Americans in general, I think. A lot of their plumbing systems can't handle the, the, the paper. Correct. So they come here and they just throw it out in the trash. Yes. And then that our, has happened to me before. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to name any names. <laughs> <laughs> so it's gross. We think, I mean, as yeah. Western culture, it's pretty gross. Right. But maybe we should add in a bidet. You can have a nice watery rinse. Yes. All right. So let's talk a little bit about bidets. Okay. What do, What is, obviously, you would know it's a French word. Yes. How is it? How do you, I mean, obviously, you just looked at it. I was going to do the, Oh, how to spell, spell it? that. I know how to spell it. Yeah. B-I-D-E-T. All right. French word. Do you know what it means in France? In French? Bidet. Bidet. Um, it's not water. No. It's an animal. Oh. Um, fish. No. It means horse. Horse. And because, really? yeah, because they, they, they have it that because it's a description of how you look when you use it. <laughs> <laughs> you get like, hey, you, really? Yeah. That's, that's you're just funny. straddling this thing, just shooting water up. Oh, your butt. Oh, 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 like you're riding. I thought you meant like the like a horse's face, and he's like <laughs> <laughs> the face you the make. Face you make like a horse. Like, yes. No, 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 no. The way like you're just straddling. You just said it. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it makes more sense. So uh, they started back in the 1700s, uh, and then in, in Napoleon and his men would actually use them just after long rides, yeah. just as a nice refreshing refreshment. Yeah, I mean, it I mean, I get it. super refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they're much more prevalent outside the United States, really prevalent in Japan, Middle East, Europe, South America. The reasoning, they think, yeah. is because the Brits would have just hated the French. Okay. So they just, whatever the French are doing, we're not going to do. And that sort of just carried true Typically a, with a Americans. Solid, a solid statement there. But There you go. Well, here... <laughs> We're just sort of like, the, yeah, the U.S. looks at it's like, oh, the metric system? No, we don't do that. That's correct. Same thing with bidets. We're like, no, 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 we don't want bidets. Toto has been trying to like really penetrate this market since like the 80s. It's slowly, slowly growing. I'm telling you, you, get, you need to look at the, follow, follow the money. I think Charmin, Cottonelle, I think the Scott brothers, they're probably trying to hold down. Yeah. Called the, called the same people that the, uh, the sugar people called. That's right. With flavor. Yeah. Flavor tripping. Yes. Yeah. So, um, big government. Yeah. Don't want to disrupt these trees. But I think that through these trying times of not being able to get toilet paper, a lot more people are just interested in having a bidet. And yeah. I think we will see a little spike in, in usage. Yeah. I'm going to buy a bidet. I'm going to buy a Peloton. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> two things that I've looked at while I'm being at home alone. You're never well going to have to leave your house again. No. If I can just learn to cook. And have yeah, my own garden. Yeah, you can have like a little uh, a drawer that people can just put the food in. You yes. can bring it in. You never have to see or touch another human being for the rest of your life. God, you're making me too excited right now. Oh. 
that's that's bidets, toilet paper, and bidets in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, obviously, I think we go a lot a lot more into it, but but pretty interesting little subject. Yes, it is. Everybody, you, everybody's involved in this. You brought up something that I hadn't thought about in a while. You know, distance makes the heart grow fonder, and all that. There's a chance I order a bidet today. Really? No, nah, I mean I'm not going to, but I really I'm going to look into it again for yeah. sure. I'll check out the Toto ones. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely go watch. I actually just clicked some because they're super apparently super easy to install. I think I'm pretty sure they're yeah they're as someone with no plumbing skills whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know exactly where the water gets injected. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, th- I would imagine it's pretty easy. I definitely went down a, a rabbit hole of just looking at cool bathroom tech. Yeah. Um, like mirrors that have the TVs in them. There's like a bunch of, uh, uh, I think Kohler makes a shower that has different colors that change the ambiance. Like for the watering it? Not for the, oh. just more on like around the walls. Okay. I kind of wanted to go down and look at just what, how crazy in Japan have they have they gone? Like just, you know, the Cadillac. Full, just full tech. Full tech everywhere. Yeah. Speakers. Yeah, yeah. My, um, my friend, growing up, my friend's parents bathroom they had uh heated floors mm, yeah it's it really nice. nice yeah she got a shower and lay on the ground oh really <laughs> it'll dry off a little bit <laughs> well it's great yeah you you come in you're never like tiptoeing around like oh it's yeah. cold cold yeah. cold no nice warm floors. Nice. uh yeah people have steams yeah yeah people so then there's also to- toto it's not they don't just have the attachment bidet they make the full toilet those can be very extravagant well designed um look kind of like very futuristic yeah um obviously people like have a lot of the touch-free toilet flush mm-hmm. uh so they don't have to ever touch their toilet just yell at so it so scared of it yeah just ah! just just move and be like yeah. yeah bye that's good um oh this is nice a towel warming drawer mm-hmm. i like that idea i do would love to reach for a a warm towel yes um it's mentioned the tvs in the glass it might be completely you know, you don't see it, and then you flick on it, flick it on, and it's like comes through the glass. So you could be just sitting there putting on makeup. As oh, I in do. the mirror. In the mirror. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you could just watch and get mad about Primping. CNN coverage that you're watching. Yes. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, all this great stuff. Oh, digital shower controls, like different buttons you press to make it hotter. Yep. So frivolous, but yeah. you know, you don't really need it, but it's great. That's right. Yeah. Well, I hope I hope this was a escape for some of you as you sit at home during this. <laughs> That's right. Everything's going to be okay. Order some food. Shop local. Yes. Try to shop local. Shop local. That's a good idea. Support local hurting. businesses. See what you can do for anybody that's struggling with kids that are out of school and stuff like that as well. It's going to be a little <sighs> bit of a roller coaster for the next couple of weeks. People are going to be disrupted. Months. Yeah. Who knows? Yep. We'll be here to talk you through it. Every week. Every week. Maybe we can even get us some Tell Me More episodes in here. It's going to be tough to get I'm guests gonna, right now. I'm I'm on a Bill Pullman mission. Okay. Bill Pullman or Michael Doliak, one of the two. Maybe James Dolan. <laughs> we just need names that kind of rhyme with Polian and Bolian right now. Yeah, that's we what we got. continue a trend. But I mean, right. we did do Independence Day. So, I mean, he would have a relevant subject that He's, he could talk about. Yeah, that's true. And I would love to talk with him about several things. So would I. I don't know. One of my Bill favorite Pullman's actors gonna <laughs> go on our show, but we're hey, gonna work it. We're gonna work hard for it. If he's and got that's a promise, if he's got twenty minutes. Nobody, what's he got going on right now? He can't. He can't spare twenty minutes. Tell me what. Tell me what you know. I don't know. Probably nobody's reaching out to him, right? <laughs> yeah, it just us. 
All right, guys. Have a great weekend. Have a safe weekend. And we will be back next week uh, with another episode. See ya.